Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters on Visit Shonen Jump website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And we're finally back in person. Hopefully you can hear the difference. So it's not a total waste of Kevin's time and gas. Yes. It's like I said last week, we had we didn't talk about it in the podcast, but there's definitely some audio issues on Jeremy's end where occasionally he just gets fuzzy is the only word. I can think to describe it, and I tried everything to mitigate that, and it mostly worked. <laughs> I've been there before. I've had edited my fair share of podcasts, so I'm like, I can maybe fix this. Yeah. I, I was like, I tried things. I was like, um, okay, well, that's at least bearable. So we are back, and we read Bakuman Volume 6 this week. But before that, we have Shonen Jump. Kevin, what did you think of this issue of Shonen Jump in general? kind of weird i've been talking for a couple months now about the hypothetical problem shunning jump is gonna have where all its series are about to end mm-hmm. but i was kind of parroting that opinion from other people i had heard it from and i didn't really think it was going to be a problem but when demon slayer ended i don't want to say i didn't notice because that sounds really insulting to demon slayer but it didn't feel like much of an impact but after promise neverland ended it feels like there's nothing left in shonen jump now that's not entirely true, but now it feels like Shonen Jump is three chapter, like three series I'm super excited about, and the rest of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, for me, it's kind of just two series, if I'm being 100% honest with you. One Piece and My Hero Academia, and I don't remember the last time we got both of those in an issue of Shonen Jump. Yeah. And to be fair, we're playing 50 cents a issue, basically, for Shonen Jump, and I pay 50 cents for a chapter of One Piece. Yeah. Or a chapter of My Hero. But I feel like Dr. Stone is like the clear number three, and it's a pretty far number three. Well, I was going to say we never learn. Yeah, I, I'm kind of this week treating it like it's already dead. Yeah. I mean, we still have it for a little while longer. It's also, it seems like it's going in a real gag manga direction with the new series we got this week. Yeah. Like we've pretty consistently had two or three gag series, but now I feel like it's almost half the book. Yeah, there's quite a lot of comedy i mean maybe that's just the way that the metrics are shifting yeah i don't know what it is if they're trying on purpose to change from that if you know reading bakuman it's hard not to be influenced by it like they say you never know what shonen battle manga is going to take off yep and part of the problem is black clover and jujutsu kaisen really don't do anything for me Mm -hmm. like i can definitely imagine the person that those are the two series they buy shonen jump for like one piece is intimidating to them because they started reading this decade and like my hero didn't grasp them or whatever. So those are the two in there, but like they don't do much for me as we talk about every week. So I still tend to like both of them. So it's definitely, those are two of the series that it's not, it's not like, Oh my God, this is like the new demon slayer, but it's like, I'm, I am excited to read the new chapters and I like where they're going. So it's not, I'm not, going out to buy Shonen Jump to read these, but it's great that they're there. Yeah. But like you said, and like one of your three is about to end. And when we never learned is actually over, yeah. it'll be even worse. Right. And like Act Age pretty good. I enjoy reading Act Age every week. Yeah, Act um, Age is Act Age is great. Like I think Time Paradox Ghost Rider can kind of get to that spot as well. Since that's a series we've liked, but None of the new stuff lately has really struck a chord with us. And the stuff that we've really liked has not done well. Mm -hmm. So I just find that interesting. And I wanted to bring it up up front because 
our the number one chapter I, this week, I think, was just like a clear standout number one. Mm-hmm. And then everything else was uh, not. So we will start with a brand new series, Magu-chan, God of Destruction, Chapter 1, The Girl Ruru Miyagi. What did you think of Magu-chan, Kevin? It's okay. It's... I don't want to say it's a premise that's been done before, but... It feels like every webcomic I read 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, not specifically, like, there's some changes to it, but it's like, oh, yeah, it's a super powerful being living with a random teenager or person or whatever and having to deal with regular life. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a comedy series, and the jokes just really didn't land for me. Mm -hmm. They go for a bit of an emotional ending, which I think in a chapter this long you sort of need to. Yeah. But it didn't, like, super endear me to the characters either. Like, the main character is just kind of a dumb girl in the, you know, mold of dumb female characters that we often get. You know, we get a lot more dumb male characters, but that's sort of, like, unaware. Yes. But I was like, but even then, she's almost, like, nothing about her needs her to be a girl. No. If that makes any sense, like she would, like you could literally just turn her into a dude and everything would make sense. Like there's nothing feminine about her character. Uh, we've only seen one chapter, but. And to be fair, there are plenty of male characters for which you can apply exactly the same logic. Yes. And I'm the one saying, hey, Shonen Jump needs more female led series because we've got Act Age and I guess technically Ayakashi Triangle, sort of. Y- yes. And that's kind of it. But yeah, this really just didn't do anything for me i didn't hate it same but i was like oh man you're you're getting rid of promise neverland and you're giving me this yeah which you know is not fair to compare it it's not trying to slot into the promise neverland niche but yeah that's just this is the series that got in anything else you wanted to say on it i'm not going to be super down on it right off the start because maybe it could be funny but i'm definitely not super enthused yeah i thought it was the least funny of the comedy series this week and like we said there are a lot of them now i got you but we'll get more into that in jump card next we have one piece chapter 983 thunder what do you think of one piece this week kevin it's good yeah it ruled there was a good headbutt fight luffy had a cool fight with a member of the toby ropa who is a girl whose name i didn't write down i just wrote down headbutt fight yes that luffy loses i feel like it's a draw uh, she's standing, he gets knocked away. That's true. But, like, he does but the not... whole audience is like, ah, oh, he's dead. And she's like, no, he's not dead. And that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he loses, but she didn't win either. He, like, he... he didn't turn Super Saiyan yet either. No, but I do love that where he gets up and he's like, wow, <laughs> that was, she like, wow, that was a lot stronger than I was expecting. I thought I was going to win that easy. Yeah. And hey, we get Kaido's son for the... Uh, yeah. finally and his his name's Yamato and he's like hey Luffy senpai don't worry I'm on your side my dad is a dick <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty great because Luffy's like oh shit I gotta go gear forth to deal with because the Toby Ropo both of the siblings have the ancient dinosaur yeah. zoan fruit mm-hmm. which means three of the because to- isn't Drake on the Toby Ropo yeah, I, yeah. Might, oh I don't know yeah but that might be their thing that might be the thing but three of the Toby Ropo have the ancient Zoan dinosaur fruit, which I was like, that's pretty neat. But then Luffy's like, oh crap, I gotta go gear four to deal with this attack. And Kato's son shows up, like knocks the attack away, grabs Luffy, and is like, time to go. 
Yeah, and I really like the vibe he gives off. It's like, he's very much like, yeah, my dad's a dick. Like, not like, oh, I hate my dad. It's more like, oh, my dad, he just has these outdated political views, and he yep. won't let me leave the country. Yeah. And... My dad's just such an asshole, he's man. He's just such a boomer. <laughs> yes. Um, it's really the vibe it gives off. Yeah. We also got some Big Mom with Nami stuff, some uh, Kinemon stuff, just real brief stuff. But yeah, that really well drawn, like two pages of Luffy fighting. Yeah. Superlative chapter of One Piece. And One Piece is in payoff mode right now. So yep. that always helps it as well. Next, we have Act Age, scene 117, Steel. So what do you think of Act Age, Kevin? I liked Act Age this week. I liked that this is essentially a failure moment for Kay, kind of, where she's like, I'm going to like read up on this girl that, or the... Tamaki. Yeah, I'm going to study up on the other person playing me, because I do like the director's like, so you're going to be the girl in the drama for before her, so she's going to be... Because I don't remember who they're doing, but she's like she's going to play her when she's older. She's playing herself when she's yes. older. It's about her. So. It's true. But she's playing herself when she's older. You're going to be playing her when she's like a teenager. So I need you to make the audience fall in love with you so that they see you when they actually see her. Like, that's how good of a performance I want you to give. I want you to outshine her current self. Yeah, and specifically, like, you have one third of her screen time, but you do have it first. Yes. So. You have to steal the show. But I also love how she gets like basically super tilted yes. by everything Tamaki says to her. And she's just like, oh, yeah, so you are you didn't even go see the person who's going to show up before you. Yep. Who we find out is Chrysalis from earlier. Yeah. Which is, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I was really excited for that. And like I said, I liked that it was Yonagi failing where she was like, I'm going to go do this thing. And then Tamaki being like, you realize that I got under your skin, right? Like, this is not the move you should have done. You should have done research on her first. Yeah. Because she's going to try and do the same thing that you are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quite like the Act Age this week. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. Next, we have Dr. Stone, X equals 155, Science is Elegant. I also thought it was a pretty good chapter of Dr. Stone. Yeah. It's kind of all on the last page reveal, mm-hmm. if I'm being honest. Which is, I want to say, a a problem with Dr. Stone, but we talk a lot about Dr. Stone's pacing. It's very episodic in the way it's structured. And so that means sometimes when you have chapters like this, that all they're doing is a reveal that just gets pushed to the end. Yeah. But it's a pretty cool reveal where Senku finds out that that Dr. Zeno is his own mentor from NASA. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that where he was like, wait a minute. I know that guy. (laughs) Yeah. So that was really cool. And, like, it's kind of, I want to say, refreshing to have something different in Shonen Jump. So it's like, yeah, this is kind of episodic, and that's how they do things. But it's kind of nice to be different, as opposed to everything is these giant epic story arcs. And that's one of the reasons I latch on to We Never Learn So Hard, Mm -hmm. too. Conversely, though, I, you, as Kevin knows, but I don't know that I've talked about it much on this podcast, am a giant, giant Batman fan. Yeah. And a lot of that is rooted in the old Batman the Animated Series from the 90s. Yep. But if you try to watch it, it's super episodic, and it's all paced very much the same, because they're one-episode mysteries, basically. Yeah. And so it gets difficult to watch a bunch of those in a row, and I feel like Dr. Stone is very similar. And so that's like a compliment and a criticism. 
because a lot of times not much gets done in that chapter of Dr. Stone, and it feels like we're just kind of spinning our wheels. Yeah. It, Especially in one like this where, like, there's not a science problem introduced this week, which yeah. not to say there always has to be, but it's still very much structured. Yes. As though there was one and it got solved. Yeah. So I'm I'm wondering how well this plays in volume sales as opposed to reading it in jump where it's like episodic nature of something doesn't really bother you as much when you're watching it weekly. Yeah. Versus if you try and binge watch an episodic show, sometimes you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm just kind of done with it because like I've watched you solve six problems today in 23 minutes on the other hand that's about a volume yeah and watching the anime of dr stone it doesn't feel like it has that problem like it's not in cycles so but that's so the anime is an adaptation they can yeah. move stuff around add in gags do whatever they need to do to make the story flow yeah cut out filler or add in filler as needed yeah it's just something i always do- notice about dr stone and i really like this chapter but yeah. oftentimes really i really like something i start criticizing it more because like i said not a lot happens in that ice cream so i guess there is a science problem sort of sort of but yeah and i do like the kind of message about him making ice cream because he was like yeah we'll make ice cream and it's like that it's actually not that difficult but the science problem comes from the fact that he's like all right so we're in america they don't have vanilla beans so we can't make vanilla ice cream but senko's like yes you can and he sciences a way to make vanilla. He artificially makes, he makes the, vanilla extract. Yeah. And it was just something really cool where the girl was really impressed with, like, this is how science works. You know, nothing can be, nothing is insurmountable. And it's a statement about Senku's philosophy on science versus Dr. Zeno's. Where Zeno yep. is super practical. He's like, hey, let's make machine guns and planes. And, yeah. And Senku like, is like, yeah, we do need, like, boats and planes and guns to defend ourselves. But like science is also about making cotton candy, yep. ice cream, and enrich and heating and enriching people's lives. Yep. Anything else you wanted to say on that? Nope. Okay, that will bring us to Guardian of the Witch final chapter, the last magic, Poof. and then Guardian of the Witch ended. Yep. Kind of. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh... I mean, we 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 uh, gave Hellward and Higuma a lot of flack for just like refusing to admit it was over. I'm, this I, is, this at least has an ending. I feel like this is the counterpoint to that, right? Where they're like, and then the storyline we were doing wrapped up, and then five years later we fixed all the problems. Yep. It it's not you know a strong emotional ending. I mean, it displays all of the weaknesses Guardian of the Witch had, and I don't think it really displayed any of its strengths. Yeah. It does you know put a pin on it, and then they all live happily ever after. Yep. Where Fafnir has to give Manasva an engagement ring to save her from being a witch. Yes. Presumably, though, you would... uh, Yes, I also kind of read that... Like, you're absolutely right, and I read it that way, too. I guess I'm just now realizing that Dr. Drake could probably make more of those. I 100% read it as then she had to give it back so that the next witch could be saved, too. Oh, I, I assumed it was... He could just make more of them, like yeah. No, no, that makes more and yeah. more sense. And when you said that, that clicked for me. But I had this weird disconnect of like, clearly that's the imagery they're going for. But there's only one ring. Like literally, she's not giving him a ring. And also, yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, I'm not happy. Guardian of the Witch is over, but also I am a little relieved. Maybe. Yeah, it's not the series I want to attend most of Shining Jump. Yeah, and it's not like, oh man, I forgot the name of that series. The one I liked so much. Last Sayuki. 
No, no, last Sayuki, I'll born forever. What it just ended. It was the common rider one. Zipman. Oh yeah. It's not like Zipman where I'm like, oh God, please put it out of its misery. Yeah. But I didn't think it was going anywhere, so it does seem like it's nipping at the bud was the right move. We'll see what sort of series replaces it. Cause it I don't know what it is, but I know Guardian of the Witch didn't have it. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering when Burn the Witch is gonna Yeah, hit, is that jump. soon? I'm also like, I don't can know. Kubo I... save jump? Can he be number three again? And is that really all they need? Because part of the reason I think jump is in such I don't want to say dire straits, but I feel like this is and again, I haven't been reading Shonen Jump for the entirety of this time. I feel like this is the worst Shonen Jump lineup in 20 years. Because, you know, 20 yeah. years ago, they had One Piece and Bleach and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Shaman King and Hunter Hunter, which, you know, yep. pretty unenviable. You have Bleach in there. You have Death Note in there. You have Bakuman in there. So even as, you know, stuff like Bleach fell off and Naruto ended, you had stuff ready to take over. Maybe right after Naruto ended was a similar odd period. Maybe, but there's also the the fact that maybe it's doing better in Japan. Like maybe, like I said, maybe the gag manga are really picking up steam over there. So it like, would explain that's, why they haven't canceled a Gravity Boys yet. Yeah, so it's may it's maybe they like that style of humor more. So it and, seems and, to be selling better. And there's new head editor at Shonen Jump that got there like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. So this could be under his direction. It could just be that all the stuff they were getting submitted was generic stuff like Guardian of the Witch. And, you know, and, we've seen lots of stuff like that die. Yep. Last Sayuki couldn't cut it. So. Yeah. And Samurai 8, which, you know, had the Naruto guy behind it, couldn't cut it. So, yeah, it might just be a weird change of direction. It could be that they knew they had Burn the Witch coming in this, you know, block of new series. So they wanted to go for non-action stuff. Yeah, totally possible. And, you know, Ayakashi Triangle, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but that's pretty standard shonen fair right yeah well it seems to be yeah before we get to that though we have time paradox ghost rider chapter six stop what did you think of ghost rider this week kevin it's pretty good i like the the twist at the end keeps me interested in the story it seemed like the obvious twist to do to me there are a lot of directions you can go from it the, the twist for those of you keeping score at home is that he does not get a new chapter of, or a new issue of shonen jump Exactly one time. year after he started getting yeah. the issues of Shonen Jump. Like, we have a bit of a time skip, just a couple of months, while he's been publishing his stuff. And we got a montage through it, yes. so it doesn't feel like a super hard cut. Yeah, yeah. when I said time skip, it, it was a montage yeah. through the months of... And, like, to be fair, Bakuman, Bakuman does that, too. Uh, where ba- they tend to... Like, we're not going chapter by chapter. We kind of tend to montage through certain things yeah the difference of bakuman is it has a breakneck pace on like a micro scale too yes whereas like this is a clear acceleration for ghost rider yes it is but i just meant it's not super weird to have this kind of montage it it felt natural is more what i want when you say time skip sometimes it can feel like a hard cut and sometimes it intentionally is yeah and it doesn't feel like that here it just more feels like and then that was how the year went yeah yeah, I'm also interested. It could be as simple as there was a coronavirus and there was no Shonen Jump that week, even though there should have been. Or, you know, it can be the more obvious and more interesting direction of he stops getting them and he has to figure out what he has to figure out what to do now. There. Especially since I know it seems like she'll be leaving him soon because she's won a Tezuka Award. Yep. And she has been very clear from the start about how she wants to make her own manga. And even he's like, well, if she can make something better than White Knight, then me like creating this and stealing it from her is almost a good thing. 
Yeah. So I'm also interested in where it goes. I enjoyed the chapter. The stuff between Ino and the main character continues to be the best part of it. Yeah. So the more they can prolong that, the better. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. Okay. That will bring us to Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 2, Girlfriend. What did you think of Ayakashi Triangle, Kevin? I, I'm i still pretty interested. I think this is a, like I said, I do really like the art. And this seems like some interesting stuff could be going on to, in between the the two main characters. I can't remember their names now. I did not write them down. I wrote down her uh, friends' names, Yo-Yo and Lou. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like very standard fare to me. Mm-hmm. I say that about a lot of series, and again, it just didn't grasp me. It's not like Guardian of the Witch in the middle stages where I'm like, oh, I've seen this a hundred times before. It's not doing it. It just didn't hook me. I am interested in the premise. I think more interested in the premise than maybe the artist is. It's hard to say. Mm -hmm. And the fight scene in here didn't do a lot for me either. I agree with you like on paper that the art's really good, but... It didn't give me the excitement that, say, the fight scene in One Piece this week did, just on the choreography. Yeah. Part of that is it was so brief. And so if this writer can set up some stories where they get a chapter or two to do just fights, I think that will bring me back in. Yeah, I think it can... I'm hoping it can strike a good balance between... Because, like you said, the fight was super brief. But, like, I liked just the... Like, the sequence of her uh, not sitting next to... or the gender bent one not sitting next to her during on the bus ride or whatever at first but then being like i need to get closer to her so i need to like learn how to be a girlfriend yes and then just seeing into the secret life of how girl how these <laughs> girls interact with one another and just having the th this is what they do when they're alone th this is so weird yeah like i said i'm i'm i don't want to i think tepid is the word for how i am on it I'm I'm hopeful that it'll like get somewhere, and I think the real test for it is going to be the first like multi-part storyline it does. Yeah, I think that's where we'll see if Ayakashi Triangle has it or not, so to speak. Yeah. So, um, like, like I said, I'm interested to see how this is going. One thing I noted that I didn't notice the first time is uh, Ayakashi Triangle is another uh, 18 plus manga like hell's paradise oh is it okay yeah because it's not on the app that's the only way i found out interest i wonder if that was just this chapter because it does have the scene of the new guy checking himself out i don't I think didn't... last chapter did either i think i was just i forgot about it gotcha okay but i maybe it was just this chapter but i think if they do it chapter by chapter they tend to just kind of tag the whole series like obviously not every chapter of hell's paradise has yeah. stuff in it but they were like it'd be really weird if it's you know especially with hell's paradise where there's quite and a lot of you don't want you know a 10 year old hypothetically reading you know chapter one and two and then they have to skip chapter three yeah and they're trying to figure out what's going on it's weird it just didn't you know it definitely has a sexual connotation to it but it didn't seem that mature to me no but i don't know who makes those decisions yeah um, like i said and it could be for future content too yeah, like I said, that was just, I, I noticed it this week. I was like, oh, this is another one of those 18 plus because it's not on the app. Like, I think last week I thought like, oh, maybe my app hadn't updated properly. And I just went and read the chapter online. Mm -hmm. But the only reason I noticed was because uh, even with an account, you can't log in in the app because I remember reading this somewhere. It's like the app 
when you get it doesn't have an age re- like doesn't ask for an age requirement unlike mm-hmm. your regular viz account does so they can't put the 18 plus chapters on the app because then kids could figure out how to get it like it's a very weird unlike now where it's very difficult for them to lie about their age yes uh, but i mean that's i I know i know i I was like all those age restrictions have always had that problem yeah of like for the longest time and still a bunch of stuff i don't give by real age because i'm like i don't want you knowing my birthday see i feel super old now because i used to always just uh when i had to do an age gate i would just scroll down the years i just like spin the scroll wheel Mm. whatever it landed on it's fine and now it's frequently years after i was born (laughs) (laughs) I always specifically did Christmas 1984 just for funniness because of uh, George Orwell's book. I was like, yeah, 1984, that's a good year. Last but not least, we have We Never Learn, question 163, The Sleeping Beauty of the Literary Forest, part four. Like I said, We Never Learn is dead. (laughs) I didn't think it was that bad, but again, it's the same problems I was talking about last week. We've literally seen this before. Yeah. I actually went back a couple of chapters to when they were making chocolate during this current time period because now that like in the original timeline in the original timeline when they I was like Ogata made the udon chocolate and Mm -hmm. I was like that 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 literally happened like and I I get they're showing like this is what is different in this timeline is that Fumino got over her or is starting to get over her kind of self-sacrificing Except for, like I said, the problem is that we already saw her do that. Yeah. And this is, exp- like, extending it out. I mean, it just, it didn't particularly make me laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the sweet moment at the end is pretty sweet. But I've seen it before in other romance series as well. Not that We Never Learn has always been the most original when it comes to that stuff. No, but it's still been pretty good. And it just might end up being that we just don't happen to like this arc. Which is, like I said, a huge bummer for me. Yeah, but we got two more, so... And those are, I think, poised to be the most different. Yes. We'll see. Because it's not going to be the main... Girls. Girls. Yeah. The the main love triangle. Well, love quadrant. Quad- square? Squ- I was going to say square, but I- rhombus. <laughs> okay. That is accurate. I just, I didn't want to turn it specifically into see, a square. Obviously, it's a love rectangle, because two of the girls were friends at the start. Yes. And the, two, and the guy yes, and the there girl you go. were friends at the start. So the lines are... But that's why I wanted to make it a rhombus, so that it could be any four-sided shape. You know, like, maybe it's some, some weird diamond pattern. Anything else you want to say on We Never Learn? I feel like I kind of dominated the discussion. It was a bit of a bummer, but... That's kind of how I felt, was that we've seen this before. Like, I was like, I, I went back to those chapters, and I was like, yep, that's basically exactly what happened in chapter one, I think it's like 138 or something like that. So I was like, it wasn't even that many chapters ago. Like, it's not like, oh, this is something that happened 100 chapters ago. This was like something that happened 20. Yeah. All right. That does it for this segment. Next, we have Jump Card.
Jump Card is the segment where we rank all of the chapters we read from our least favorite up through our favorite. We have 20 this week. So, Kevin, what do you have at number 20? So I have a Gravity Boys down at number 20. See, I figured, and I remember liking a Gravity Boys this week, but I cannot remember anything that happened in it because it's been four days since I read it, which is a problem with a few of these. So I don't remember how I would defend it. Probably it just made me laugh a few times, but I don't remember any specific jokes now. What happened in this chapter? We had Grizzlo confronting Saga about... And Saga being like, no, we're not dating. Yeah, and then they oh, oh, but they're like super good friends, so they're like a level they're like an old married couple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember. I don't remember any jokes that made me laugh, but Yeah, they do uh they start up a, a food war shokugeki competition. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. That's specifically in the end, like where he ranks them and it's like that's not what we were talking about. Like, let's just make ginger pork. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. I uh, and it's just I just don't care. I, I look, I gotcha. It's still the series I want most canceled, but it did make me laugh a couple times. I actually have Magu-chan at number 20. I kind of was guessing that when you said you liked it the least out of all the comedy block. Yeah, it just it never made me laugh. And it's a premise I've seen before. And I, like I said, I don't want to super judge it from that. I like the premise more than I like a Gravity Boys premise, for example. Mm-hmm. But none of the characters did anything for me. Like This is like the start of the worst Miyazaki movie. Where like Miyazaki died in the middle and it still came out after someone else, yeah, like took over it. That's a depressing thought. What do you have at nineteen? I have Mitama at nineteen. I just see. I do remember Mitama because I actually thought Mitama was very funny this week, I, like, especially the joke of them like kicking him into the soccer goal. Yeah, I it just I didn't find it funny, especially because now he's not wearing the suit like. I think that would have been funner is if at the end he was still wearing the suit. If he still had to be, yeah. Yeah. I could see that for sure. But also, like, how much can you get out of that? It is a very funny visual, though. I mean, they could have literally just had him wearing the suit and then next week not have him wearing the okay, suit. That's and, true, too. Like, and it, it would have, yeah, it would have been funnier if he had just, he's still wearing the suit at the end of this chapter. And then next week he just, you know, took it off because they mentioned, like, he can't take it off, but then he can. Well, it got it got popped. Yeah, that was fair. <laughs> I don't know. I I thought it was quite funny. I've undead unluck at nineteen. Also uh, fair. Just not into it. And this was, I don't want to say rapey because there's plenty of consent going on, but just kind of like uncomfortable, like people being uncomfortable with their sexuality humor. Yeah, it's extremely aggressively sexual. Yeah, in a. Like, not a voyeuristic way, because that makes it sound like the shower. It's just, like, not great on that front. And that's not, like, a death sentence or anything, but, like, nothing in it was super interesting either. Mm -hmm. There's this black market deal. I mean, if Bruce Wayne was doing this, I would probably be into it, to be fair, but... (laughs) Yeah. So I have Bone Collection at 18. It's... I just... I don't like it. Sorry. I mean... This might be like a Yui Camillo thing, but like I've been really struggling with Bone Collection, but like this week is what I want Bone Collection to be, mm-hmm. where there's still some funny stuff. It's got forward direction. The fight scenes were decent. Like the conflict had a resolution. Yeah, I don't know. It, I thought it was pretty funny. It was pretty cute. It's what I want from Bone Collection. I have Mori King at 18. Okay. Just didn't find it super funny. It wasn't specifically unfunny. Like I like the cockroach character. But yeah. Like, it didn't make me laugh, and that's its job, so. Yeah. 
So I have Guardian of the Witch down in 17. It's just kind of a, oh, and so and it then ended. And it was over. Yep. It's like. Hey, eh. Drake, thanks for f- solving all of our problems off screen. Yep. I gotcha, fam. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gravity Boys at 17. Okay. So it wasn't like amazing. It just did make me laugh a couple times. So I have Haikyuu at 16. I still kind of liked Haikyuu. See, I have Haikyuu ranked a bit higher, and I don't remember anything that happened in it. I think it was just art stuff. I think it was just cool volleyball drawings that made me put it up there. Yeah. The, but I not remember that Haikyuu is in one year and out the other for me. So Yeah. The the thing that I liked about Haikyuu was, so they uh, were really showcasing Hinata's growth, where they were like, hey, did you notice on that dig that he didn't go down to a knee? Like, they mentioned that a lot of people, when they go down for these digs, they go down to a knee to get themselves lower. But, like, he stayed, they were like, his balance improved, all this stuff of, like, training in the sand got him to the point where he doesn't have to go down to a knee now. Even on this super powerful spike from this guy that's got a cannon for an arm. Like, so they were like, yeah, now he's able to react much quicker because he doesn't have to get up. And so I did like that moment. I got Guardian of the Witch at 16. Okay. Oh, what do you have at 15? I have Undead Luck at 15. Okay. I agree with you. It's definitely kind of weird, but I always like heist things. So, like, the casino thing could be cool. It might just end up sucking, but I always like the kind of, like, yeah, we're we're robbing uh, an underground auction. So, I was like, it, usually those end up being pretty neat. So, hopefully this one does. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 15. Okay. Like, the, the fingers thing is interesting to me, and I think I understand what's going on. Yeah, I like it a lot more because I absolutely understand what's going on, and this is a big deal. I feel like I will like some coming Jujutsu Kaisen chapters a lot more than I have liked recent ones. Mm-hmm. What do you have at 14? I have more King at 14. Okay. Kind of very similar reasons. Wasn't super funny. The cockroach bit was kind of great, so like I get it, it got a chuckle out of me, so that's why I went up a bit. With just him running around the house, like literally zipping around the house to find the ring. I got Haikyuu at 14. Okay. We, we discussed it. What is that? Lucky 13. I have Hell's Paradise at 13. Same. This chapter's just kind of nothing. Like, they're getting ready to fight some of the other Tannins. So they're like, here's what's kind of like, here's the start of a battle over here with the two brothers. And then... The cliffhanger is going to be kind of interesting where we have the new Gabimaro coming to fight the old one. Uh-huh. But, like, we've had that set up for Yeah. So it, it's not weeks. yeah, it's not super incredible, but it's like a, next week's chapter could be cool watching how the two of them fight. Yeah. What do you have at 12? I have Mission Yozakura at 12. This just kind of seems like a fall flat. Mission Yuzakura, like, it didn't seem as charming as it normally is. I did like the bit where... What's her name? I keep wanting to say Masashi, and that's not right. <laughs> I had it before you said it wrong, the wrong one. Sorry. Now I also... Now I want to say Shishimi, which is not <laughs> right. Although uh, I could go for some. The Her name begins with an M. Yes. Whatever it is. And I just like that she was like, Tayo always enters, or lets me enter a room first. Yeah. Like, he's a true gentleman, and you didn't, so that's how I knew you were pretending to be him. Yeah. I don't know that I liked it quite a bit more, but I put it higher. I have Ayakashi Triangle at 12. Okay. And I feel like I said my bit on it. Like, the fight seemed really rushed. Like, it almost would have been better without that fight scene. It probably would have been, honestly. Yeah. If we had more time to set this up. 
yeah, it just didn't do anything to grab me. I didn't hate it. But yeah, that's where I got it. What do you have at 11? I have Chainsaw Man at 11. I don't really remember what all happened. Makima on the Man. beach. Does that help you? Oh, yeah. That, that was like, actually a big deal where it turns out Makima is maybe a devil. Maybe. And she certainly got something going on, which we already knew. But. Yeah. But she has the ability to literally order people to do things. Mm-hmm. And so we found out that the angel devil or angel fiend, I think, is yeah. actually what he is. I believe so. I can't remember now if he's a devil or a fiend. I'm pretty sure he's a fiend because they're, I think Denji is like the only devil powered person. I think they're all fiends that are on public security. Killed his family, I'm going to call them. Like he was in a community and Makima wanted to see his power. So she had him murder his family. And he was like, how how did I forget about that until now? Right as. After he tells Aki, hey, let's go to Makima, she might be able to do something about your predicament. Yeah, and so right as he starts talking to her, Makima's like, well, let's make a, you know, let's make a contract. And then he's like, oh, God, how did I forget about this until right now with Makima going like, all right, so let's fall. This is an order. Yeah, and not keeping like, okay, let's make a contract is the cliffhanger. I put Chainsaw Man pretty high because I thought that was like, again, Chainsaw Man's great when it's not in a story arc, yeah. when it's between them. Yeah. <laughs> More of this, please. I mean, I, I was always thinking, oh, I don't know if I'll watch a Chainsaw Man anime, but if they can make the fight scenes work in the anime, then maybe that will be great. I would actually probably, I probably would watch an anime simply because adding color to the fight scenes would do so much to make them more readable. It just, it wouldn't, it could, but it probably wouldn't fix how crude and vulgar the humor is. No. And repetitive, but it could. Where are we? Number 11? 11. That's where I got We Never Learn. Okay. I have Maguchan up at number 10. I I think I just put it that high because it's the first chapter and I'm kind of like... I I want to like this, so I even though it's a premise that I like, like you said, I feel like I've seen a lot. It could still be funny, so maybe something will come of it. Like the emotional moment at the end was kind of nice, so maybe this goes somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I hope so. I don't want it to be bad. Mm-hmm. I would love for it to crush a Gravity Boys and get rid of that. And then... Yeah, that'd be great. I have Mashal at number ten. Okay. I think Mashal and Mission Yuzakura family are in a very interesting spot right now because they are kind of gag manga, but they are a very easy pivot into generic shonen action. Yep. Which, now that there's a vacuum they might go for, I feel like that's really not to Mashal's strength. Like, Yuzakura family does it pretty well. Yeah. I think it's actually very good at writing that line, whereas when... You know, Mashal, I think, is much better when it focuses on comedy. The shark fight was pretty okay. I did like Mashal be like, oh, now I know how to swim. Yeah, I got Um, over my fear of swimming. Thanks. (laughs) But it didn't, like, it didn't make me laugh as hard as Mitama, which is why Mitama is a bit higher. And it was a bit more shonen than I want Mashal to be, but it did bring a smile to my face. So, yeah. That's fair. What do you have at nine? I have Jujutsu Kaisen at nine. So, the thing about the fingers... Like I said, I think I understand yeah. it. So, Sukina has 20 fingers mm-hmm. because he had four arms. And all of his power was in his fingers, essentially. Of course. The, Don't the, you know anything about science? Basically, what it was is they tried to... <laughs> no, I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm just saying move a lot. I'm making a joke. Yeah. So, it was like, we couldn't kill him. So, we were able to separate his power into his fingers and then separate his fingers. So... 
Itadori, right at the start, accidentally eats one of Sukina's fingers. Basically accidentally eats it. And actually he gets he gets told to eat it to help save one of his friends, essentially. Because that sounds they're way like more heroic and better. I don't know if you accidentally eat a, a dead demon finger, so Yeah, it, it was he gets told to do it like if you can accept this power, then I'll save your friends, kind of thing. And he did. And so he's eaten a couple fingers, but like the like the two cursed spirits are talking about if he eats too many at a, like one of them says at this point he could probably eat all 20 and be fine but if he eats that's if he gives time to absorb each one they're like if he eats you know and they show that they have 10 fingers is like if he eats 10 fingers now Sukina will probably take over his personality and we'll have Sukina back because we've had although doesn't they say for a little bit yes I, I, I get the impression that they just need Sukina for a little while and that's what plan is they're going for is yes and that is what the plan is like but they assume that if he can maintain, if Sukina can gain sentience, maybe he can maintain it kind of thing. I mean, I understand it, and I'm excited for next time. I yeah. think I put it lower because that's the end of the chapter. Yes. And there's the front of the chapter is, you know, still Zombie Boy. and Well, I like Zombie I'm, Boy, and I like yeah. the explanation of the one guy's 24 frame. his power is 24 frames per second. I do kind of like that. I think that should blend itself very well with animation. Yeah, um, I, I thought that was really cool. I kind of wonder slash hope I get way more into the Jujutsu Kaisen when the anime comes out. We'll I'm see. excited for it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. It's not like Black Clover where I try. I try. I try so hard, but they just don't want me to watch it. I The the issue I've had with Black Clover now is it's kind of like looking at that daunting. There's like 70 episodes now, and I want to get caught up, but I have a bunch of like I'm going through a certain magical index and railgun. And so it's like, that's a ton of episodes that I'm kind of like chugging through. I mean, I caught up on one piece so I can do it. Now, granted I caught up on one piece 11 years ago, but yeah, but uh, 70 episodes isn't that bad compared to even one that. Piece, yeah. Where are we? Nine, nine. I've mentioned years family at nine. Okay. Um, didn't super love it, but I thought it was a bit better than Mashal. And I I did like the thing you did. I kind of like that we checked in with all the family members because we haven't seen most a bunch of them, of them in a while. Yeah. So I feel like Mission Yosakura family. I well, the one thing I give My Hero Academia real genuine criticism about is I feel like it's always too late when it's progressing its villain. Yeah, and I feel like something Mission Yosakura family is really good at is checking in with all the characters to remind you they're there. Yeah, and I think like this was the top the beat where it needed to happen. It did. Yep. What do you have at eight? I have Mashal at eight. Okay. So I thought it was pretty funny. I liked the, uh, oh, hey, thanks for getting me over my fear of water. Yeah, I, I also liked it, but it seemed like a very basic, like, Mashal joke. Like, it's one of those where if you had come and said, oh, I thought that was super dumb, I would be like, yeah. And you come and say, yeah, I thought that was super funny. I, I also would saying, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm really interested about this other dude that's like, oh, Mashal, you know, managed to move that quickly without any magic. Maybe he's like me. So I'm thinking maybe there, because he wears a mask. Yeah. So it's like, maybe there's another person that's, maybe he has just a little bit of magic power and is still super ripped or something weird is going with him. But I just, I like that. Maybe he's going to have some kind of like anti-magic powers. And so Mashal's going to be a foil to him where like, uh, <laughs> I still love the one joke. I think it's biceps magic or yeah. something like that where he calls it out. <laughs> Yeah, I 
when I was talking about it swinging towards shonen, that was part of like I also like the cliffhanger, but it seems very generic shonen. Like we need to introduce a rival character. I did just think about how hilarious it would be if he got demasked and it was just Mashal's face. <laughs> he was <laughs> just another Mashal. I would pop pretty hard for that. Yeah. So like uh, I I'm excited to see where Mashal goes. I have Mitama at eight. Okay. I like I said I thought Mitama was really really funny this week. Totally fair. So I have We Never Learned at seven. It's even though I've seen it before, it's still cute. So it still did fairly well, especially because I wasn't super thrilled about a lot of the rest of Shonen Jump this week. Well, like that that's the thing, is Mitama, I thought it was very funny. We're still not to where I'm like, and these chapters were good. Yeah. I'm doing my ranking. That's sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I just meant to interject. I didn't have anything else to say. What do you have at seven? I have Black Clover at seven, okay. which is getting close to where the chapters are good. I like the last page. I like a lot of the beats here, but again, like it's just Black Clover. I never get as invested as I want to. Yeah, um, it went up higher for me because I do. I'm able to get a bit more invested, and I just I liked the beats. I can talk more about it when I get to it. And it, I mean, when we get to One Piece, I read that One Piece that Luffy fight scene. That's one page like four times because hell yeah. Yep. I read this Black Clover fort site scene like four times because what's going on? Yeah. What do you have at six? I have Act Agent Six. We're getting into a new arc. I'm interested to see where it goes. I like that Butterfly is back. Uh, I still love that joke where she was I, like, I, I also, I absolutely so love that character. Yeah. I just, so I'm glad she's around. Uh, I'm glad she's back. And I liked seeing kind of Yunaki getting flustered. Yeah. Like this is, that was, that was kind of cool. So. full on tilted. Yes. I got Bone Collection at six. Okay. Like I said, when you ranked it, this is what I want Bone Collection to be. If we mm-hmm. can have this every week, I feel like the series has a future. It might be too late for it. I don't know. It had some rough weeks in there. But like them forming a team, I like that. And I like the joke of like, what about me? Whatever he does. I don't know. I, I think it flowed right. Okay. Everything I want in Bone Collection was here. It's also the end of an arc, which is usually a strong point for any series. So, yeah. Uh, it's got that little bump. What do you have at five? I have Time Paradox at five. It's good. I'm interested to see where this goes. I liked the the interaction between I know and the main character and the fact that she's like, yeah, I won a Tezuka Award. Yeah. I have Chainsaw Man at five. Okay. Again, the Makima stuff I, is stuff I'm super interested in. I really liked Aki and the Angel Fiends like interactions. Mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, this is what I want from Chainsaw Man. Yep. What do you have at four? So I have Ayakashi Triangle at four. I liked the kind of like learning how to be her girlfriend kind of bit. I, I, I Sorry, not to cut you off. Again, I like the premise. I wish more time was put into it. And maybe we'll get that next chapter, in which case next chapter will probably go higher. Yeah. And so to me, I was just like, I just I liked those bits. I do like the art just. Not even necessarily just like the fight scene art, just like the art in general. Everything seems super crisp and really nice looking. Like it seemed, you know, like a ton of time is put into this. I, I don't, I don't know, but just everything seems really good to me. So that's why I really liked Ayakashi Triangle this week. I got Time Paradox at four. Okay. What do you have at three? I have Black Clover at three. I really liked the fight scene, especially with them being like, yes, we did it. We got the ceiling off. And then the, Demon being like, well, unfortunately, I already had essentially corruption magic going full tilt, so it eroded your seal before it fully formed. Thus, I was able to break out of it. And Noel kind of getting up and is like, all right, well, we're not down yet. 
And the demon being like, yes, you are. But Noel kind of just being like, no, screw you. I'm not done yet. And actually managing to succeed. And yeah, it's all very shonen. Yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds great. But I read it and it was fine. It was it was about number seven. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, even for you, it was number yeah. seven. And uh, to be fair, I care about this fight in Black Clover a lot more than when it was like, and now this guy's got to fight. And now this guy's yeah. got to fight. You know, giving it, you know, some pacing and a couple chapters really helps. Yep. What do you have at three? I have Act Age at three. Okay. Not much more to say about it. I think our number two and ones are going to be identical. Probably. <laughs> you got it too. I have what? No, I have Dr. Stone at number two. Pretty good. I yeah. Do like, I do like Second Miller. Oh, yeah. That's that NASA guy I used to Skype. <laughs> yeah. He's my mentor and stuff. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. And then, yeah. obviously, One Piece and number one. That's a good fight scene. It's a great fight scene. I, I, I like the interaction leading up. Leading up to it also with her good. surfing her brother down the stairs. Yeah. And then being like, look what you did to my brother. You're the one who rode him down the stairs. Yeah. Good character. I hope she gets, probably not Luffy because he's running away. I hope she gets to fight someone. Yeah. Although maybe Luffy and uh, Yamate will tag team them. Maybe. To make it two on two. That's a possibility as well. All right, no, maybe Kid and Zoro will have to, or Kid and Killer. Yeah, or I'm obviously she's they're gonna have a fight scene since the the Toby Robo. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see who it is. Yeah, it also could be the early Luffy fight because traditionally, you know, One Piece has got a lot of arcs and they all go differently. Yep. But traditionally, Luffy fights someone pretty early on. Yeah, and then another someone, you know, and then the main villain in the and the, the end. So. Yeah, yeah, that does it for One Piece and Friends this week. Yeah, <laughs> there was no My Hero for us to get super into so we will talk about Bakuman after the break We read Bakuman Volume 6 this week. So, now, our, our uh, personality power level list is a living list, so this can be corrected if so. But, Kevin, have we made a grave, grave mistake and ranked AG far, far too low? It's totally possible. Because when he does, like, does a combat roll into the hospital, you're like, <laughs> yes. let's hospital! <laughs> and then runs uh, to the room and's like, oh, you're still working on your manga and you're hanging out with your girlfriend. Everything is fine. Yes. <laughs> and just walks off. Instead, it was like, uh, no, I think that's uh, Takashi's girlfriend because they say he helps her. Like, no, she looks exactly like the heroine of Detective Trap. That's definitely Mashiro's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. I, I love the bit where he's like... I'm super wealthy. I can totally pay for you guys while we're on this strike. Don't yes. worry about it. And just them being like, well, I, I guess it helps if you're successful. Yes. He's like, ah, all I care about is drawing manga. It's all I can do. So my money's just like piling up. So <laughs> if it can be useful, why not? Yep. We have not yet ranked uh, Kazuo Har- uh, Hiramaru, the writer of Otter 11, but I have a feeling he will go quite high as well. Yeah. If we he- rank him because he gets a lot of. Not really focused as much as he's there and gags, but like you would think the gag of him like hiding out at manga studios to try and avoid work would get old, but somehow it just keeps getting better. <laughs> yes, especially when he he joins the strike to skip out on work and is like, yes. And then his editor's like, you'll still have to do the work in case the strike ends. 
shit. <laughs> yeah. I do love how everyone's like, no, we have to work way harder. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Let's Hospital might be one of the funniest things. Yeah, that I've was seen. so good. So I knew the premise of this volume because the end of volumes, there's usually like, these are the other volumes. Pick up this other cool manga. Yep. And for whatever reason, none of the other chapter uh, volumes of Bakuman I've read have had this. But this one had an advertisement for the... Or, Volume 5 had an advertisement for Volume 6 that was hmm. like, yeah, Mashiro's in the hospital. It's bad. Yep. So that was odd. So I kind of knew what was ha- that was happening, and it's foreshadowed pretty well. Yeah. If you know what's going to happen. So yeah, the basic story of this one is Mashiro has a liver problem. He ends up in the hospital. He's going to have to be there for about a month and have I, surgery. I think it would. Yeah, that's right. He was going to be hospitalized for a month and then have three months of recovery. Something like that. Yeah. So they decide to put Detective Trap on hiatus. The editor-in-chief, not wanting to see him die like his uncle, decides that it's too much for them to do a series in high school. So he decides to put it on hiatus until they graduate. Yep. So the all of their friends decide to respond by doing a strike. Yes. The author of Otter 11, because he just does not want to do the work. Yeah. Although I do love how one of them's like, you know, that guy's there for life. Yeah, like he loves to complain. He loves to dodge his work, but it's very clear he's the sort of guy who's gonna be there. Yes, the entire time. Yeah, um, I, I did really like that. But everyone else is like, Edgy makes sense. Actually, the I forget his name, but the other guy that's part of their trio, the uh, older artist, or the uh, the guy who's just a bit older than them, the guy who's just a bit older than them. Yeah, the, the violent one whose name the- I. Yeah, remember. but the one who's like, we need to change Shonen Jump. He's really the one pushing for this because yeah. he's like, this is dumb. Yeah, like I get that he should be on hiatus when he's in the hospital. All right, that's I like that. Honestly, makes sense. Like you should be recovering, but when he pushes it to no until you graduate, and him being like, oh come on, this is like clearly this is a pow- not a power trip, but especially when they're like, because the strike. Initially, it's just going to be put on hiatus when he's in the hospital. And so that's how they all respond to that. Like, that kind of sucks. But the strike comes about when they're like, yeah, Mashiro wrote chapters every week while in the hospital. Uh, It's actually uh, the editor-in-chief catches him drawing pages. Yeah, that's right. That's later. They decide to do that the same way that to prove that they could do a weekly series in high school. Yeah. Their old editor had them do it. They do basically the same thing in the hospital. So, like, see, we have basically enough lead time to do a chapter every other week yeah for the rest of high school yeah but that was their so before the because like initially they go on hiatus and then the editor's like we're gonna extend the hiatus until you graduate and so he gets really pissed when he's like but he can do the work why should they have to wait until they graduate Mm -hmm. like it should be even easier and they're kind of trying to like to me it seemed like they're trying to say he went to the hospital because he was overworked. Mm-hmm. And it's Which, kind of like... It's a little ambiguous, because I can certainly get the read on that, right? Yeah. And especially with the lead-up of, like, he's up super late every night. Like, clearly, he's putting more and more work in. Yeah. But the other thing kind of came about of, like, this sounded like it was, like, a genetic disease. So, like, yeah. maybe he exacerbated it by working super hard, but this was going to be an issue regardless. Yeah, again, that's ambiguous, because you never say that. That's also kind of my read on it. But he never even makes that argument, right? No. Because he was working too hard. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, and so we get a whole bunch of... The strike is super interesting, too. We already did the joke about Edgy. We're like, yeah, I can pay for us. Yeah. And they're like, how are we going to ease? Yeah, I got, like, an anime. I got, I don't know how much yen. Uh, Jeremy can't do conversions that easily. Yeah. But I'm good for a while. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, he's got an anime, he's making record sales in his volumes, he's been going longer than the rest of them, and he's the number three. Pretty consistently. Pretty consistently a jump, so it's like, yeah, he's making bank. Yeah. And even uh, the, like, the angry guy's like, yeah, I can do it too, it's the other ones. The two people who are doing Hide Outdoor, whose names I can't remember, like, yeah. are... Like, I do like that the author is the one who's like, yeah, we have to do this. And the artist is like, whoa, wait, we're like slipping in the rankings. This is this a good idea? Yeah, because he really wants to have a manga and she really wants to have, have art. Her manga? Yes. Yeah, I do like that. So she's like, I will go on this strike because I agree with you that the editor is not correct in stating that they should be on hiatus until he graduates. Like, it's not that they shouldn't be on hiatus because he's in the hospital. It's, no, they shouldn't be on hiatus till he graduates. That's not fair. I'll go on strike to help with this. I'm here to make this story. I don't want to make a ton of changes to, like, they have that one meeting where she's like, if you want to make all of these changes, that's fine. But take my name off of it. It is no longer my manga. Yeah. Where she's being, like, very difficult about it. Yes. But the, the older guy is kind of, like, being too... I'm going to call it brown nosery to the... Or, it's not quite right. That's the right vibe. Yeah. He's he's trying to be too... Like, he's considering her feelings over much? Well, he's doing he's that, not... but he also, like, he's not considering her feelings, basically, yeah, I, I at all. That. He's like, no, I I finally got a manga. We need to keep going. I, I need to have this... Mon-. Like, yeah. that's the feeling I got of him being like, I don't care about your feelings. Like, I like you, but I don't care about your feelings. I want to have this manga. And so he's like, but I want to, like, I still like you. So it's like, no, I want you to be a part of this, but completely ignoring what she's saying. Uh-huh. I also super love the take we get on the editors here. Yeah. Like, we also get to see them reacting, and, like, a lot of them are pro the strike, but they're like, well, we can't tell them that because it's our job. So, yeah, like, maybe they were like, we can go we negotiate will, something. Yeah, it was like, we will be fired if they continue on this strike. But they're like, I also think the editors being a stubborn asshole, like... Both of the editors that worked with, or the one that's currently working with Mashiro and Takagi and their old editor is kind of like, he's kind of being a dick about this. And also Edgy's editor is also like with him. Yeah, but it was just especially them being like, look, he's been been making the manga anyway. You can't make him stop. Yeah. Even his mom is kind of like, honest, and they even get the doctor to admit where he's like, if he's just drawing... It'd honestly be probably worse to have, like, you can't tell somebody, hey, you need to stop doing this thing that you love in order to have better health. It's like, it's honestly probably worse for him. Like, it's not like he's doing super strenuous activity. It's like, just, yeah, as long as he gets the sleep he needs. Yeah. It's, yeah, as long as he gets the sleep he needs, especially with because they did so much work in the hospital, they're like, he can put out. We can essentially, we only have to make a chapter every other week, so I can kind of space out my time and really focus on getting sleep, so we don't, you know, it's he, he'll he have manga withdrawals. <laughs> and we haven't talked much about, I didn't write her name down. Why did I not write his girlfriend's name down? Because I knew I wouldn't remember it. My, huh? My, my ho? Miho? Miho Azuki. She also, like... When they're trying to get him to stop, Takagi calls her, and he's like, there is no way I can make him stop. Maybe you can, though? So, would you mind visiting him? And so she's like, okay. She visits him. They, like, are clearly into each other. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I like 
So she comes into the room with a bunch of other people there, and they kind of excuse themselves like, oh, it's the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. especially because the the one female is his, yeah, his Maestro's female, female assistant. Who, who is into him, we find out. Yes. This. And uh, she talks to the uh, the guy with aspirations, the assistant with aspirations. He's like, yeah. pretty sure he has a girlfriend. And she's <laughs> like, what? But I've never seen her. And he's like, no, I've talked with him afterwards. He's, he's totally got a girlfriend. And so she's there in the room. But I love that Miho like comes in, but then is standing like outside the door, oh, and they're yeah. like talking through the open door. Uh huh. So she finally sits down. I do really like their like. I don't want to say their old man dynamic, but that's kind of like they have a super traditional relationship, and she just kind of like sits with him and watches him draw. Yeah. And but like they they don't talk much. They're like we'll probably be very quiet when we're married, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and I like that where she was just kind of like we have, we haven't been talking much, have we? No. Probably won't talk much when they're married. No. I'm fine with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the, I just like being around you. It's fine. Yeah, they have a super clear chemistry, despite yes. it being not super romantic. I also super love the part where uh, Hirama, the otter number 11 guy, like his editor just keeps trying to find tricks. And he's like, get this chapter to hit and I'll go, uh, I'll take you out to a bar with some hot chicks. And like, they're visiting. He's like, hey, are you attracted to him because of his work ethic? And she's like, yeah, that is part of it. Yep. <laughs> And so he was like, that should keep him settled for another week. <laughs> then I love the, he buys a sports car and uh, he's yeah, like, the, you yeah, should get it. He buys you a Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and you should get like a condo with a garage. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, you realize this is a trick to keep you making manga because now you're going to have to keep making manga to make the tax payments. And he's kind of like, shit, <laughs> and drives off and off. <laughs> yeah. He's great. He's great. I also like the little side storyline with the. Mashro's assistant with a the the one with aspirations the the quiet guy that they talk to afterwards he also wins the Tezuko award yeah and then he gets a series published uh huh and he's like hey here's my first series idea and Mashro and Takagi read and are like this is actually like this is really good and so they kind of like they start being self uh, deprecating towards the end when so they eventually get over the strike and now they're kind of struggling with we're kind of at I guess. This is a the whole thing, but they have there's another crime or another mystery series that starts in Jump because initially they had mentioned that Detective Trap was going to be on hiatus for like almost a year mm-hmm. or however long, you know, like nine months or something like that. And so this guy was like, the only reason that I submitted this at this point was because this was supposed to be on hiatus. So I should have had plenty of time to build up. Uh, fan base but now that traps and they came back we're kind of eating each other's fans and, and also that, a famous mystery writer is writing a detective manga in another magazine yes i don't i, I don't know if it's weekly shonen or which one i think is. it's i think it's weekly shonen and so they they still like, start like plummeting in the rankings yeah and so they're really struggling with like they go through a whole bit where they're like, hey, there's a bunch of fan mail. Let's just do what the fans want. And the editor like walks up and basically slaps them and is like, no, that is a horrible plan. Do I, not- like, I told you to pander. I didn't say have the fans write it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it ends on just this super, super tense moment where we find out Hideout Door is going to get canceled because of its low reception. And there's one other series that's going to be canceled as well. And that's where yeah, and- it ends. And I mean, that just I think it's a testament to how good this Bakuman is ending every chapter. Yeah. They all seem life or death, but it seems like they planned the volume to end there. It's such a, like, yeah, that is such a huge cliffhanger. cliffhanger for the volume ending of just like, well, cause detective trap and the other, the other 
Detective Mis- Manga. Yeah, Detective Manga are both on the chopping block. So it's like, which one of these two are going to do it? Personally, even without reading ahead, I think it's going to be the other one, especially with uh, how, because we get a couple of panels of that author complaining and being like, God, the only reason why we're doing crappy is because Detective Trap is running now. Well, I-, I had to put my volume back in my fancy box and I might have opened the next one and just looked at the first page. So maybe that might have happened. Yep. But I won't say anything till. A month from now. We gotta wait a month. I mean, I don't, I don't have to. It's yes. all a Jody Jump. And also, I have a big fancy box with all of it in it. Yeah. I'm gonna wait a month. Yeah, I am too. I think. I'm gonna try. I can read some superhero comics. It'll tide me over. I'm thinking about rereading some One Piece. Gotcha. That Arlong fight. That's real good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, anything else you wanted to say? Again, just like a lightning fast chapter, uh, volume of Pokemon. That has a ton of stuff happening. Yeah, and I really like all the little character moments, you know, the stuff between the hideout door authors, uh, the one with his assistant getting his series is really cool, and Takagi and Mashiro kind of being self-deprecating on themselves, because it's at, he gets his series right as they're struggling to stay and jump, and they're like, man, that's great for you, but this, like, this is a shitty time for us. I do like there's one right when the guy gets published, it's like, thankfully, he was not an asshole and did not come brag to us dude i made it in jump isn't this so awesome because they're currently going like are we going to be in jump next week yeah well and specifically they're like he made like third or something yeah uh, and we were like 18th yeah and so he you like it was like hey yeah good job guys yeah and like he wasn't he was just very quiet about it and they were like you know the kind of i'm gonna call it an author's note but i think it was actually just in the the manga was he was just very subdued about it which we appreciated Anything else we want to say on Bakuban Volume 6? Other than we're very excited to move on? Nope. Volume 7 specifically? Yes. All right. That just leaves us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top is Mr. Uzumaki Naruto. At the very bottom is that guy who doesn't have a last name or even a first name because he's not Yamcha. From that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. And in the center, we have Tomoro Shigaraki and Buggy the Clown. From Bakuman, we currently have Mashiro at number 10, Kaya at number 19, Takagi at number 23, Eji at number 33. He's way too low. Yeah. He is way too low. We need to fix that. And Akira Hattori, their previous editor, at number 38. First, let's move Neji. I think everyone else is probably. Yeah. Okay. Eji is below Goku and Gon. That's why he's here. Yep. It feels too low to me. I don't know, though. Do we I, like him more than Goku and Gon? Based on just this chapter, like that added a whole new dynamic to his personality of the the rival. Like like you said, the Let's Hospital yeah, is Let's such Hospital a great... Let's Hospital is so good. Especially because it's an action role into Let's Hospital. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing his own stunts into yes. the hospital. And just how he reacts to the situation of he's like, oh, no, I need to come see Mashro. Oh, no, everything's fine. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And like he reads the situation immediately and everyone else is like, oh, man, is it, you know, like, are you going to be able to do it? And he's just like, oh, no, he's fine. All right. I need to get start working on Crow to make sure that you don't beat me. He's like, oh, actually, I wasted my time coming here. It's, yep. It sounded like it was bad, but it is fine. Yes. <laughs> your, P.S. Your girlfriend is hot. <laughs> yeah. And, and I like that bit where it's like he just instantly reads them. <laughs> As opposed to all of their other friends yeah. who are like struggling with it. He's like, nope, they're good. See you later. Uh-huh. Okay, let's see. Is he as good as Takagi? 
I'm going to say no for right now. We'll see where he goes in the future. But like, I really like the bit with Takagi really waffling on bringing the drawing materials to the hospital or not. Like, he's like, ah, but like, I need to save, you know, Mashro needs to like get his health. But but he's my bro. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Right below Akagi is Lucy from Fairy Tale, who we did last week. I definitely would have put him above Lucy, yeah, but you're more the, of a... No, that's totally fair. I, I don't I now think like she him. ever went into a hospital yelling, let's, let's hospital, no. doing an action role, but I don't know. I haven't no, read I can, that much of fairy tale. I can put her above Lucy. That's just This this volume has just been amazing for him. Especially, like like you said, the less hospital's great. The, oh, well, I got tons of money. I can pay for you guys, no problem. <laughs> yeah. That moves him to 24, almost 10 spots up. That's That's a leap. Yeah. Okay, who do we want to add from this do we, week? Do we want to put the guy from Otter 11? He's up there. Like, I think we have enough on Miho to put her on there now, and their new editor also makes sense. The guy from Otter 11 is a breakout star Yeah, here, I think. His name is uh, Kazuwa Hiramaru. He rates Otter number 11. Yeah, I, <laughs> let's do that, because this week he wasn't... He's not as good as Edgy, right? No. That's where we are. Yeah. Does he go in Edgy's old spot right below Goen and Goku? Because I don't think he's as good as Goen or Goku, if I'm being honest. As much as I did love him for yeah. this chapter. I and that's kind of fair. Like it, he was a very good background character. I want to uh, find a comedy character to compare him yeah. to. Okay. This is not traditionally a comedy character, but he's often played as such. How do we think he compares to Ida from My Hero Academia? I like him more than Ida. I, I okay, I agree. Yeah. I like the people reacting around him too. like, no, this guy's in it for the long haul. He likes to complain, but oh, I need to go. You know, I, I just love the bit where he's like, I need to go visit them in the hospital. No, you need to finish. Your, no, I need to go visit. No, you can go later. Finish your manga. Ida's uh, I- right below their old editor. I don't know how I missed him, but he is. I think he's better than yeah. him as well. Do we just want to honestly put him where Edgy was below Gone and above Jonathan Joster? It looks like a good spot to me. Sure. I think he's better than Asta, who's the only other like character on yeah, there that I not, think. That's totally fair. Let's do it. Make it easy. All right. So Kizua Hiramaru will go at number 34 above Jonathan Joster, but below Gone Freaks. And that will do it for this week. Uh, next week, we are going to be reading a Shonen series that's very popular that neither Kevin or I have. So much a look as looked at. Yep. Which is Gintama. Or Gintama? I, Ginta- I think it probably is Gintama. But I said Gintama. Yeah. I said it like it's gin and juice. Yeah, I was like, I, I think that's a Western pronunciation of that phonetics. So I think it's Gintama. Also, though, you know how my name is spelled, right? Yes. And, and if his name is like my name, then it's Gintama. <laughs> but I think you're probably correct. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emeritt. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can find previous episodes as well as our other podcasts. You can also join the Discord if you want to talk about manga. Some people have been catching up, uh, although hopefully we're not going to get quarantined again. We'll see with the way the world's going. Yeah. But hopefully people will have time to do stuff other than read manga www.patreon.com slash lastpodcasts is our Patreon page. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Persona 4 is out on Steam. It is. It's true. I've... It's the most anime you can have without watching anime. Yep. So I mean, I've that's not true. A little bit. No. Persona 5 is the most anime you can have without watching anime. Persona 4 is a close second. Yep. So, 
that's something to check out if you're like me and have been interested in the Persona games but don't own a PlayStation. I mean, statistically speaking, if you're that, you have already bought Steam Persona 4 because it is the best-selling JRPG in the history of Steam. Yeah, I, that's not and surprising. It's been out a week. Yeah. Not even. But I, the big thing it's is that... very good. Yeah, the big thing is that a lot of the other JRPGs have been cross-platform, uh-huh. like, from very early on, you know, stuff like the the new Dragon Quest, but Persona's just been a PlayStation thing, so the fact that it's now on a different platform where it's like, dude, I don't own it, like, especially being the PC gamer that I am, it's like, I don't own a PlayStation because I've got a PC and there's so many good games on there that I don't have the money to own an Xbox and a PlayStation and a Nintendo... I have a bunch of those, but <laughs> three out of four ain't bad. Well, I, I have an Xbox. It uh, sits. Like, like I said, Cuphead came dust. to uh, Switch recently. It was the most exciting news in Xbox gaming since Reach came to PC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll catch you next week. Yep. Yep.